We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. We are back to a victory pod this week. So I don't know what that's uh, breathing man in the background there is, is Dan. So, Jacked up, man. Jacked up. Dan's uh, Dan's breathing extra hard because he's happy about the the win. But I'm Jimmy and he's Dan. So Dan, explain Bro. yourself. Victories are t- are better than ties, man. Victories will always yeah. be better than ties. That is objectively true. All right, you don't share the points. All right, you don't. You don't uh, you don't share your cheeseburger, all right? You you, you eat it yourself. Some people do share cheeseburgers. I, I Some don't. Some people do. I don't prefer food. to eat my cheeseburger all myself. If you're my wife, you know, like if you try to take my food, mm, now we're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. we're in trouble. And occasionally, she doesn't finish all of hers, and you get to finish hers as well, and you get like cheeseburger and a half. That's true. That's kind of the best. I'm like, I did not anticipate to eat eight pieces of pizza today, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm up for the challenge. (laughs) That's right. So uh, we got a victory pod to talk about this week. It's the first one in a while. First one in five games, I think. And of course, it had to be Minnesota because we just own them. (laughs) And we, we only play Minnesota now. We only play Minnesota. I don't. I don't understand it. Uh, that was our third time playing yeah. them this year. Already, yeah. Combined between MLS is back and regular season games and everything, like it's just it's wild, man. It's kind so. of interesting. Uh, and and we we're gonna discuss. We got a couple uh, new games on the docket. Uh, finally, leave it to MLS to to throw the schedule up there when you're about to play your last game. By the way. Yeah. You got another one next week. <laughs> well, and so it's dumb too. And we'll talk about this more. Is they had said that they were going to announce the rest of the regular season schedule in September when they announced well, they this phase two. And they lied because they still don't know what to do with the Canadian teams. So they're trying still to figure out how to handle do. them the rest of the year because we Americans are not allowed in Canada. So that's, that's true. That's, they, they, they anticipate to have that border closed till like November something. So it's, uh, you know, as much if, if MLB can't figure it out because they have the Toronto Blue Jays playing in Buffalo, New York. That's right. So if they can't figure it out, MLS sure as hell isn't going to figure it out. So, so could, can can the Canadian teams come here to play? Well, Vancouver, I think their home games are technically going to be at Providence Park in Portland. Oh, that's at least cool. for this next little bit. Like they play the Timbers where the Timbers are the road team technically, but it's being played in Providence Park in Portland. 
dude what a weird season <laughs> like it, this season's gonna have the biggest asterisk on it yeah. and uh i hope we win the whole damn thing because yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna eat that up and i've seen rumors that toronto will play their home games at red bull arena because apparently that's just where everybody plays their home games now it's just need a stadium come on to red bull arena so <laughs> it's uh that makes sense we'll we'll share yeah. we'll share yeah. if you don't have anything going on nycfc have no excuse they just they just exist right. and can't get their and own are homeless. Yeah. So it's a mess. We'll talk all about all of that. But, uh, but first, if you have not yet left a five-star rating and review, mm. please go do so. Thank do you to everybody who has, but if you have not, what are you waiting for? Go do it. We'll read your review on the air. It's a great way to tell us whatever you want to, and we'll read it without reading it first. So we don't know what we're thinking when we're reading it. It's just going to be, well, we'll that's... do it live. That's interesting. Now Maybe I'm not. hoping Apple does some kind of screening process. <laughs> oh, they do. Uh, so we're not reading some Nazi stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, they do. We we usually do read it ahead of time because we're checking our reviews, but it'd be kind and of I funny. And love, I love the self-love, like the positivity. I yeah. will read it during the week and I'll be like, oh. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> that's great. I, yeah. I, I'm going to guess who this is. I love it. Yeah. So if you haven't done that, please go do that. And we would very much appreciate it. But, uh, but yeah, let's, let's jump into the news of the week, which includes a victory over Minnesota United. But before we even got to the game, we had Sporting KC news because the day before the game, it came out that Sporting KC announced on Saturday that a first team player had been confirmed positive for COVID-19. Right. A lot were... of speculation to who it is. Not that it matters. I mean, we're not going to go berate them for right. COVID, but like you do wonder. They were quick to say that all of the other players and members of the club have returned multiple negative tests so and don't have symptoms. So that's that's good. Cool. Um, for now? For now. I mean, yeah, we don't know for sure. This is going to be something that we're going to keep monitoring. But before you know it, we're out of the damn league, and then we're back playing Nashville three times in a row. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> but uh, they said upon receiving the initial positive test result, the player self-isolated under a strict and comprehensive protocol and the player will remain in isolation until medically cleared and will be monitored daily by the club's medical staff. So it's Daniel so, Shallowy, right? Well, so <laughs> that's the thing. If you, if you go and you look at the people who are listed as quote unquote, not available because, or excuse me, not cleared because they're not, really saying what the extent of injuries are anymore sure so Polito and espinoza were on there and obviously felipe gutierrez and they all That's, have excuses those those are all the ones that we we kind of knew winston nice. reed he he kind of came up a little bit lame in the previous game so that's that's not necessarily surprising the two that are new and i'm not gonna blame or speculate necessarily as to which of the two it is but it's it's daniel shallowy and eric hurtado well, so. Hurtado was in the stadium, so it's not him. Okay, so then it's probably Daniel Shallowy. Because they showed Hurtado <laughs> on TV with his That's wife, true. right? That's they true. also showed Polito with his wife, and she doesn't think the mask policy applies no. to her, it seems. It's, so. it's to everybody in the country except Alan Polito's wife. It makes sense. It makes sense. She is She's the exemption because we need to see her face for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, just Maybe see if she can social media influence all over me. I don't know. I guess. There is a, a video, which I sent to you, I know, but if you haven't seen it as a listener, it's pretty funny. It's Cristiano Ronaldo sitting in the stands at a Juventus scrimmage or game or something, mm -hmm. and uh, he's not wearing a mask. And some lady, it's her job to go up and tell Cristiano, hey, 
put on your damn mask. You're not exempt. And he like kind of looks at like, who me? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. He puts on his mask. So if Cristiano Ronaldo, the, you know, arguably best soccer player in the world slash alleged rapist has to put on <laughs> his mask, then Alan Polito's wife has to put on her mask. I'm just saying. It was weird, right? I was like, okay. So the camera just flashed on her and she she wasn't wearing it at that time. That's poor timing. That sucks for her. That's that's not no good. But then the camera came back around later on in the game, and I'm like, okay, this is no coincidence. Right. She's right. just flat out not wearing it. Uh, I saw people online that were like, well, she's only around her husband, and it's like it does not matter. It's not the point. It is the stadium policy. It's the goddamn Wyandotte County policy. Right. Like. You have to do it, and right. and you're not exempt from it. And I don't know why I got so heated. I really don't, Jimmy. But I know I was texting you, <laughs> and I was like, "What makes her so so special?" You were you know? mad. You were oh, mad. Oh my god. Well, I think I'm not as mad as the people saying like, "Well, George Floyd couldn't breathe. I can't breathe in this mask." Oh and I'm god. like, "I, I will even, punch you right yeah. in the throat." I don't just, even know what to do with those people. Just, I just here's the deal. Obviously, you and I have not been going to the games. We're, we're fine covering the games and watching the, watching the sure. games from our own homes. But if you are going to go, like we obviously hope you're safe and, and enjoy yourself and, and all that stuff. But please, whether you are a fan or Alan Polito's wife, because obviously we know she listens to this podcast, wear a mask. <laughs> Just don't ruin it for other people because they're now in this phase two of regular season. They're expanding a little bit more the number of people who can come into the stadium. And if you want them to be able to keep expanding it so more and more people can come, regardless of whether you think it's the right thing to do from a public health perspective or not, the only way that's going to be able to keep happening is if people in the stadium follow the rules that are put in place. Well, even if she was up in the press box, like you're not exempt up there, you know, or the owner's box area, you no, know, nowhere is exempt. But I think she was, they were like bench area, right? Like down low. I couldn't quite tell where they were. Normally, Either way, it doesn't matter. On a, on a normal game day situation, the players who are not in the 18 sit in a luxury box that's just to the left of the press box where I normally am. So they're mm -hmm. like kind of up there off to the toward but the it's south, outdoors, right? south stand side. But it's outdoors, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they can go indoors and they, sometimes they come in and steal the media food. And I'm like, y'all definitely have better food than we do. Like, let's okay. calm down. This but, is all I get for the week. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, you even saw the NFL has restarted up and all of the coaches on sidelines are supposed to be wearing their masks. And there are some coaches. Or a coaches, face shield, Andy Reid. Or, or a face shield <laughs> that fogs up. Um, Hilarious. <laughs> but there's, I, I don't even know if that was allowed. Te he might technically be supposed to wear a mask. I don't but, think it was, but can we get him a, a squeegee? <laughs> it started like sprinkling it was, I think. it was rough i was like there's no way you can see to call these plays andy come on no nope. andy uh, if you had covid it's all over the inside <laughs> of your mask you're just spitting all over the place just right. terrible but even all of the coaches are supposed to wear face coverings quote unquote is is the term that the nfl is using right and coaches like sean mcveigh the coach of the la rams was seen all game with it sort of pulled under his chin like kind of like alan polito's wife was and the nfl immediately sent out a memo to all the coaches that was like you will be fine if you don't wear your face covering properly i think he took ownership of that too he was like they're talking about me that's yeah. my bad yeah and then of course for the monday night game the second one the friggin' broncos and titans coaches were not wearing masks so they're probably going to get fined but it's the, crazy, the point man. is NFL, who is conducting a rigid testing policy and, and has created, you know, a, a relatively small 
contamination group, if you want to call it, even the coaches who are routinely testing positive, they're saying you require to wear a mask or we're going to fine you. So it's the same thing for fans in the stands. Please, if you want to keep going, please just wear a mask. See, so. we did not expect to take the podcast this, this what direction, but I just had to, <laughs> I, I, you know what? Let me look internally. Why does that bother me so much? Yeah. Why did I see her on, on TV and immediately go, what the fuck she doing? Well, I think it's just because this? it's become such a hot button issue. Whether Como what? <laughs> it, it shouldn't be a hot button issue, but it's become one. So masks, I get it because when I see people not wearing them, it's, it's very frustrating because mm. it seems like such a low effort, low well, sacrifice thing. I'm kind of a like, if I got to do it, you know, why are you better than me? Like, I don't know why I view it as well, a status there's thing. Also I'm just that like, too. who the hell are you? There's that too, where it, it is annoying in anything in life. And I think regardless of political affiliation, out, even outside of masks, a lot of people would agree that when you see people who there are rules set in place that apply to everybody, but someone decides on their own that they're just exempt from that rule and it just doesn't apply to them because they feel it inconveniences them too much, that that bothers a lot of people. So it's, you know, we're not losing sleep over Alan Polito's wife not wearing a mask. I didn't, you know, have a, a nightmare about yourself. it, but Dan did. He just saw her face all throughout his sleep, woke up having night terrors, and she's just standing over him, breathing on him COVID. And she so. was wearing a mask in my dream. And I was like, <laughs> why now? Why are you doing this now? But anyway, so yes, we've spent more time <laughs> than I thought talking about Alan Polito's <laughs> wife not wearing a mask. And Daniel Shelley probably has man. coronavirus. But hopefully, he does. Poor baby giraffe. I just, I don't, I don't know. And and I, I'm not saying that if it is him, there are many, many ways he could have gotten it. There, are, there are some cases of people getting it, trying to be very careful, and it just so happened that they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, it's not necessarily an indication that he did anything. That's you know. So, could it, be anything, man. Could be grocery store, you know, not washing your hands. This thing's crazy. And, right. And you know what? I, we've talked about it a lot because that's what we do. But if a vaccine's available, do you jump on that right away? Or do you take a minute and make sure people aren't dying from it? I don't know. Uh, I don't want a lot of Handmaid's Tale. And that is like, <laughs> I don't trust anybody. It's me personally. Well, first, I just would want to make sure that it was scientifically vetted and not pushed out too soon for political purposes. But I also think, I don't know that we'll even have the choice right away because it'll be in such limited supply when they do oh. push out a vaccine that it'll probably be reserved for like medical workers. And I thought you meant we won't have the choice. We have to get it. They're just no. going to fly airplanes and crop dust us with the, the <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> no, I'm guessing the first wave will be in very limited supply and they'll probably say, hey, let's get these to the medical workers. Let's get these to first responders. And the billionaires. And, and, and Bill Gates. And let's get these to uh, the people who are most at risk. And hmm. so that's not me. And wow. so I think, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, I'm going to get the vaccine. I'm certainly not an sure. anti-vaxxer. When the vaccine is out and available in mass, I'm going to get it. And I'm going to hope that enough people get it, that it works. I just got my flu shot and I hated it. I just, you know, you think a guy that's all tattooed up like me, doesn't have a problem with needles. Nah, man, I hate him. <laughs> not a fan. Yeah. So, but you know, Hey, it is what it is. So we'll see. Hopefully, uh, one comes out and it's safe and effective and everybody gets it who can because that's how you stamp out a pandemic. It's important stuff. Uh, but hey, we almost did not win this game last week. Yeah, let's let's talk about Very close. Let's talk about this game. Let's talk about 
this lineup that kind of came out here. And this was this was a a, a kind of different sort of lineup. We had Luis Martins back at left back, along with Beasler and Punchech and Zusi on the back line. Beasler's apparently back in the picture now. So interesting. Don't know what's going on. Uh, then the midfield was Felipe Buzio and Kinda. You had Kinda uh, back in there. That was a positive. You felt good about that. Right. And of course, when I say Felipe, I mean Felipe Hernandez. Sure. Uh, not Gutierrez. Although, wasn't Gutierrez 21 last year? I think. Didn't he wear 21 uh, last year? Oh. And I was now, like, I don't know how old he is. I think he's older than that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no. I think he was number 21, wasn't he? Yeah. Is he not now? Felipe Hernandez is number 21 now. So Look at them having the same names, <laughs> trying to screw with us. Yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. So, you know, that was the midfield. And then, of course, we we had literally no number nine in the team selection. So, Kyrie. Well, Kyrie's done it before, done it. so he's the only option. He was the only option, So or, or so we thought. But we had Johnny, Kyrie, and Jerisil up top. And this game. Johnny, man, put my boy Tyler Freeman up there. <laughs> this game from, from the get-go, this was one-sided. I mean, yeah, but it got a little sassy too. Like you could tell they, you know, Minnesota was going to try to time waste and stuff as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, we're not, you know, unused to that. People do that, that now, by the way. People do that far. to us. Yeah. They come in and they just try to time waste from like the third minute. So it's aggravating. It, it mm-hmm. grinds my gears. It grinds Peter's gears too. And when there's less fans in the stands, you hear them dropping a few of those F bombs to the refs you don't normally hear. I'm a fan of all of that. I need like, <laughs> I need a, a, you know, PG 13 version of the broadcast, you know, where they don't believe anything. Right. I mean, man, ESPN, you've been putting stuff on, uh, on big ESPN with F words in it. So why can't you put yeah. up an ESPN three stream or you just let it fly you stream UFC and, and, and the damn fighters will be in post game interviews and they'll be like, Oh, I fucking thought I was done. It's like, can you say that? Yeah. What are you doing? I think, you know what, ESPN3, if you want more people who are MLS fans to pay for your service, stream their local team games, don't black them out, which I know there's television rights there, but do that, but also mic up the coach and just have that be the constant feed instead of an announcer, and I'm telling you what, I'd watch that feed if I just heard Peter Vermees yelling at people all game. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty fun. But, I mean, he was yelling because they were – delaying restarts and mm-hmm. and you know when the ball goes out of bounds they would kind of toss it away and it's like what dude go 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 to hell like, yeah. like why are you doing this to us right now and and do, are you really the type of team that comes in and wants to play for a draw because that's how right. you're looking we don't well, do that when we go places and the line judge like there was at one point where like i think it was johnny like was like come on dude he just like i think it was raheem edwards intentionally threw the ball away and johnny was like come on and the and the line judge just like shrugged he's like yeah yeah Line judge is like, I just have a flag. I, yeah. I'm, I'm the offsides guy. I don't yeah. do anything else. Yeah. So that was annoying. But it's bull crap. 60% possession to 40 in favor of Sporting KC over the course of the game. 21 shots to six, seven on target to zero. And that's SKC, insane. Did Melia have to do anything? <laughs> literally zero saves because there were no shots on target. Um, but easy night. He probably did some sprints afterwards to make it feel right. worth it. He's well, like, I didn't even sweat. And Sporting probably could have had more shots on target, but there were a couple of blocks, like similar to that Dallas game last time, there were some blocked shots in front of the goal that were just good defensive plays. They did. They bunkered down there and really uh, cleared a few off the line, which I was like, huh, good for them, but frustrating for us. 
Well, and they didn't have, you know, they're on like their second or third goalkeeper right now. They got Dane right. St. Clair in goal, who's like 23 Ooh. years old. Sounds like, that sounds fancy. Sounds like a rom-com. <laughs> and so, you know, they, they didn't have, their backup goalkeeper is a 16-year-old. And, uh, of course, Kevin Molino, um, Chase Gasper, Robin Ludd, uh, and their DP, uh, Tomas Chacon, and their new signing, Emmanuel Reynoso. Those were all on the bench to start. For... And you knew, you, when you saw the lineup, you're like, oh, boy, they're going to come in about the 60th minute and whoop our ass. <laughs> right. So this was, this was kind of great a, players. a weird one. I mean, those are, honestly, those are their best players who yeah. were available for selection. And Gasper plays defense, right? And he looks yeah. – uh, I mean, he, he looks real comfortable on the ball. Yeah. Uh, your boy Marlon Hairston was in there at right back, although he had pretty much nothing to do all game. I was so lit up, I didn't even notice he was on the damn team. <laughs> For those who don't know, Marlon and Dan have a history. It's not great. Am I still, am I still Twitter blocked? Is that not Pro- good? Probably. I don't know why he would have gone back and unblocked you. Well, you know, Eric Dick hasn't, so. <laughs> still a mystery there. Don't know what's going still on. Still a mystery, man. But uh, fourth minute of this game, things already got off to a hot start for Sporting KC. And there were too many shots for us to go shot by shot necessarily, but we're going to do some highlights. Jerso kind of threw the ball back into the middle of the field. Uh, it eventually works its way over to Johnny Russell uh, near the penalty spot after a number of block shots. And somehow Johnny just sends this one just wide right of the net. He probably should have scored right off the top in the fourth minute. Hard to tell if it was deflected or not, but... I kind of got the feeling, and I, we've, we've talked about this a little bit, but from the fourth minute, it was like, okay, if Sporting KC, and yeah, no, he just missed it. I'm watching the highlight now. If Sporting KC can put together any sort of finishing quality, this game was there for the taking the entire time. Just couldn't felt get it. that way. Yeah, I felt like we should have put a bunch away, man. And uh, Kyrie had opportunities. Johnny had opportunities. Gerso had opportunities. Mm-hmm just seemed like they kept hitting it wide too. and You could tell they were frustrated. And it's like, if we do not break through before the end of this game, it's going to feel like a defeat, even if it's a draw. Yeah. Kyrie had a chance in the 23rd minute that just got deflected uh, just wide. Uh, Graham Zussi had a shot from distance in the 32nd minute. That probably would have been on target. It just got deflected at last second. And I'm not sure that the St. Clair dude could have gotten to that shot if Zussi's ball was not deflected. Yeah. So you go into the half, it's 0-0 zero, zero still, but you're like, okay. Part, this is how I was feeling at halftime. I'm curious how you were feeling. You go in at the half, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. On one hand, you're feeling good because you're like, we are clearly the better team. We got a whole other half to score. Like, we're in good shape. On the other hand, we are like, I was like, we are clearly the better team, yet it's still 0-0. Zero, zero. I've seen this movie before, and I usually don't <laughs> like the way it ends. It's just, it seemed like it was some finishing problems. Um, but you, you do want to feel good about the nil-nil at halftime like that. Sometimes we go down a goal at halftime. But, I mean, you feel like it's a whole new ball game. Let's hurry up and get one before those guys come in off the bench. Yeah, exactly. They're and, coming. And like you said, their best players weren't necessarily in the game to start. What happens if they were to start? What if they didn't have a midweek game and those players play the entire game? It might be a different story. I mean – Maybe we break through and score one because we were still coming, but maybe they also score one as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, who knows? But thankfully, they didn't. And, and the defense kind of got a much-needed reprieve this game. You know, there's been a lot of sort of speculation about 
rotation on the defensive line and, and who's going to secure that spot. And so it was good to see, even if they weren't really tested, a, a solid defensive performance. Uh, but after the half, 59th minute, this absolutely should have been a series of two goals probably. Uh, 59th minute, Luis Martins plays a friggin' gorgeous ball down the left side to Gerso. And keep in mind, this is after Kyrie Shelton had subbed out of the game and Gadi Kinda had moved up to the number nine position. It's kind of like playing like a false nine. And yeah, so, that felt weird, right? I was like, Kinda really can't do that. I mean, he's never done that. He, he, I mean, he's a, he's a decent attacking player, but this is what I meant when I was kind of like, well, we kind of only had one striker because Cam Duke came in the 54th minute for Kyrie, which was a pretty early sub, I thought, for Kyrie. I thought he looked pretty good, but maybe Peter was just trying to save his legs. Well, did you hear... Kyrie kind of took himself out. Oh, he did. I missed he, that. In the, I think in the post game, he was like, you know, Kyrie told me uh, that he he kind of felt something in a muscle, and I always tell the guys to listen to their bodies. If you feel something, come out because that could be the coming out or staying in can be the difference between being out one or two days or two or three weeks. You yeah. know. No, so you're right. I guess you're, he was being smart. You're 100 percent right. I'm looking at the quote right now. Uh, Peter God said, "I'm right. I am." Kyrie told me he was feeling a little tight with the muscle and it's better that he did that than force himself. And then all of a sudden he's out for a couple of weeks. I, I mean, always, yeah. Kyrie's body is always tight. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, have you seen videos? I mean, they did a chief, uh, a chief's picture where they were supporting the chiefs last week. Yeah. And I was like, would you look at my man's calves right now? Look at his veiny thighs. The dude's like a thoroughbred. I mean, he's looking, he's looking good. I mean, hey, you know, he, he went to Germany, hit that training, came back here. He's a new man, new player. Not so. fluffy at all. It was definitely a vascular Wednesday for that man. <laughs> Crazy. So, uh, yeah, Peter, he, he, I mean, he, like you said, he said, I always tell the guys when it comes to a muscle, you've got to be really smart. He made the right decision. Uh, it just really altered us today. And to have to get the job done with putting Gotti as a false nine, Gotti did a tremendous job. So... He, he did. did a sh- he- I think it allowed Johnny to get get the deal done. It did, yeah. Now, where Gotti did not do a tremendous job is on this play after this beautiful ball from Luis Martins up the left side. Gerso running up the field. Gerso sends a gorgeous ball to Gotti Kinda, and he just pokes it just wide to the right. It should have been a goal. He missed it. And I don't know what else to say other than that was just a missed opportunity. And I'm sure nobody feels worse than Gotti Kinda about it. Unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate for sure. And then just uh, what, like one or two minutes later, in a very similar situation, Gerso gets the ball running down the left side, puts the shot across the face of goal, and it goes almost in the exact same spot, like half an inch wide right of the yeah. post. It just seemed like uh, they, they wish the goal was just bigger, you know? It mm-hmm. just same spot. You're right. It felt like almost at that point, I was like, what is happening right now? Like, is there a magnetic field along the line of the goal that is forcing the ball away from the net? Because on the other hand, why is no one back post to just tap that puppy in there? Yeah. I mean, that one was a little bit more of a counter, so there might not have been anybody to be able to get there, but. I don't know, man. I, I'm no professional, but I always know that I'm not much of a scorer, but I'm always going to rush to get back post just in case. Clean up a deflection. Absolutely. Or, yeah. or be there for that kind of, you know, it slides by and you're, you're there just to tap it home. Just a, just a goal poacher. Yeah. So, Why the hell not? I, but, I'm not? I'm not a good dribbler. 
absolutely not. <laughs> uh, just five minutes later, again, another should have been goal opportunity. Probably Gerso sends one into the box. Gerso had a great game, I thought, by the way. He's had uh, a lot of great games, man. Yeah. Dude, but, faster than an Energizer Bunner, I tell you that. <laughs> he sends this into the box. It ends up with St. Clair, the goalkeeper, diving all over the place. Can't get it. Johnny sends the ball past the keeper. There just happens to be, I think it's Debassi. I think it was Debassi was the defender who blocked it just off the line, cleared it off the line, falls right back to Felipe Hernandez, who has another shot on goal, and another defender was able to clear that off the line. And at that point, I was like, we're not going to score. We're not going to score. Just didn't feel meant to be. I even tweeted, I was like, the XG is going to be wildly in favor of Sporting KC this game. And if anything less than the full three points is completely unacceptable. And that's when Matt Doyle tweeted back to me. And he was like, well, right now it's like two and a half to point two. So yeah, you're right. Wait, you're friends with Matt Doyle? No, I've never met him, but. Are we getting Matt Doyle on the podcast? Is that what's going on? I can ask sometime. Why the hell would we not do that? He follows dude, me on Twitter. The dude is, is nerdier with analytics than you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have That's Doyle on the pod sometime. That's true. So yeah, we'll try to get Doyle what on the hell? sometime. How do you have these these doors? You have these open doors and you don't even bother to, to take a step in and be like, hey, what's up? I gotta cultivate the relationship first. Oh my god. I'm over <laughs> here like sliding into freaking Busio's DMs, not getting any kind of response. I'm over <laughs> here reaching out to Benny Fellhaber's agent to no <laughs> to no affinitude. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> and you got a matt doyle pipeline i don't even i don't understand you sir I'll, I'll i'll try to get doyle on sometime that'd be fun oh listen you're nonchalant now yeah i'll give it a shot the other guy so i want to get on sometime is paul carr i feel like i'm in seventh grade asking every girl <laughs> out to the movies and no one wants to come no one wants to go to the movies no one wants to dance with dan at the at the school dance no i had to take my grandma <laughs> but it was a grandma dance so <laughs> uh 80th minute we finally broke through and i was like it's about damn time and i honestly thought if we got one we'd end up getting two or three we didn't but shouts to zeus all the way right here bro oh man shouts to zeus and minnesota fans are still mad about this yeah can't be mad be mad at your boy marlon hairston that's having cramps over on the side (laughs) zeus he sent a gorgeous ball over the top this is like a 40 50 yard pass to johnny who was sprung free one-on-one it's Johnny versus Dane St. Clair. Sorry, Dane, you're not winning that one. Johnny puts it away, 1-0, game over. But, he said uh, he, just, he had the ball, looks up, and just sees a hand in the air. Like, I don't even think he recognized it was Johnny. But no. he's just like, boom, sends the ball. And Marlon no. Harrison's like, ah, my hamstring. Ah, we got no subs left. <laughs> well, so from the broadcast perspective they cut and by the time they cut johnny's already like 12 yards past all the defenders and so it's understandable why from the broadcast perspective because even i was like my god where's the offside flag yeah and then the replay they show in the broadcast they're only focusing in on the two defenders right next to johnny and it looks like he's leaning offside if you look there but if you look at a more outwardly focused overhead shot Marlon Harrison, like you said, is over on the far side of the field, like four yards in front of Johnny. It's not even close. Yeah, big time kept him on side. I did see a lot of Minnesota fans like, all right, I see it. I see it now from this different angle. But there's some others who are like, how's it not offsides? And it's like, what do you mean? Right. <laughs> He's clearly onside. That's the rule. 
I saw some that were like, well, I mean, you can't tell from the shadows and the lines and it's not down the line. So you don't really know. And it's like, well, yes, no, that's can. actually why they cut the grass. And that's that why way. they mow the grass. Right. So you can have those five yard increments and it helps with offside positioning. That's why they're different colors. Like this five yards is shaded. This five yard is a lighter green and so on and so forth. Right. It was so easy to tell. And, and Hairston knew what he did. He yeah. knew it. Nobody on Minnesota really can. I mean, they looked like right after, but then yeah. when they saw it, everyone does that. Everyone's right. like, hey, ref, what, what are you doing? Yeah. So, and the ref's like, hey, what up? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, shrug like I did to Johnny. So, 1 0, SKC wins. If you look at the XG, 2.49 to 0. 0.36. So, yeah, this should have been a blowout. But, uh, hey, come away with the win. Sporting KC temporarily jumped back into first place. And then, of course, uh, uh, oh no, we did. We actually yeah, jumped back, back in the first place. I was thinking when Seattle jumped us, but we jumped Seattle again. Sporting KC, well, first place in the West. Seattle does have a 97 goal differential. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's this plus 13. Hey, Sporting KC though, best uh, second best goal differential in the West at plus six. So that's, that's fine. Not but bad. when the first best is like 13, you're like, oh dear yeah, God. <laughs> but that's also because they literally eradicated San Jose from the face of the planet. Like seven, yeah, they dropped a touchdown and an extra point. Seven on to one. So, I mean, you know, that's plus that's six deal. right in there. You, you take out that, and they're only at plus seven. I was like, y'all catch the Seahawks game today? <laughs> I just, it, uh, man, they went scorched earth on the. I don't know if the Quakes just decided, eh, we're not going to play today. Well, what? why do why do we got to play these decent teams over and over and over, and then they get to go wallop on C- San Jose a few times or or. uh uh, didn't RSL go off the other night too, or Portland did one of the two? Portland played pretty well. Yeah, I, I just they just know. keep playing each other, and I'm like, man, and we just keep getting whooped up on by yeah. Houston and having to squeeze by Minnesota, and and I don't know. It, all that said, I'm happy we got the win. It felt like a little little monkey off the back situation, a little mm-hmm. weight off the shoulders, and mm-hmm. uh, able to move forward. Got another full week of rest again. Yeah, and so, hey. First place now, uh, Seattle. I believe they host LAFC on Friday. They so. do have a game in hand, and LAFC is bad, so it is what it is. Yeah. Actually, we don't know who LAFC is. It's like, are they good? Are they bad? I don't know. It's weird. It's hard. The only teams I'm confident in saying are bad, really, are FC Cincinnati, Chicago, Atlanta. I'm confident saying they're bad. And uh, Vancouver. Pretty much. Yeah, good call. It, any other team on, on any given, even Miami, like they haven't been great, but they just signed Blaze Matuidi and Gonzalo Higuain. They're doing things. Yeah. They're making moves and they're winning every now and then they just beat Atlanta, I think. So yeah. Well, that's not a huge accomplishment anymore. <laughs> so. Used to be, used to be a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta's hot garbage right now, which is great. <laughs> I love it. But uh, inner Miami is just becoming Juventus of Florida. So yeah exactly That's pretty much their plan there so uh let's let's look at a couple of questions here um we we got a few from from a couple different listeners uh carter hastings this is a good one that will transition into the next phase of the schedule which upcoming match are you looking forward to most so just to update you all we know our next three matches we have home saturday september 19th against fc dallas which we played them already at home didn't go great uh we have home wednesday september 23rd against orlando city that's the weird one 
And then we're on the road again Sunday, September 27th at Colorado Rapids. So of those three, which one are you looking forward to most? Oh, buddy. Looking forward to uh, – oh, shit. Who's coming up first? We got – yeah, FC Dallas is this week. Um, it's Saturday, know, Wednesday, I, Sunday. Colorado has been – I don't really care about Orlando coming here because Dom Dwyer is not going to play. Like, that's not a big deal, you know. But I kind of like the Colorado situation because I'd love to go beat them at Dick Sporting Goods Park. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's just been some bad blood with our Colorado matchups lately, especially with Diego Rubio. Like, he's very animated character. Like, if things don't go his way, he's going to pout. He's going to take a foul and roll 19 times on the floor. Like, he knows what he's doing. So I'm kind of excited about the Colorado one just because we don't really know what kind of team they are yet either, you know? So yeah. it'd be nice to go beat them at their place. Um, let Orlando come to our place. Maybe we can smoke them. Uh, FC Dallas is coming to our place, which is nice. So we don't have to go get hot, you know, in Dallas. But I'd say yeah. Colorado. Short answer, uh, the Colorado game. Well, so logically – the one that is the most important is probably FC Dallas because oh yeah they're two they have two games in hand and it's just you know and they're coming up the table a little bit they're they're six they're seven points out but they have two games in hand so if they won both those games they'd only be a point off of us Colorado they are still below the line right now but you know they're they're decent at times so those two, it should be one of those two, but I'll, honestly, I'm just excited to play a, a different team that we haven't played this year. I'm kind of looking forward to playing Orlando just because they're different. That's true. That's true. You know, one of the, uh, hell, one of the announcers in like a press conference with Jalen Lindsay was just like, you know, how, how weird is it going to feel to go back to Orlando now? And, and Jalen was just like, yeah, uh, got, you know, got to do what we got to do. He gave the typical, uh, you know, athlete answer, you know, professional right. answer. And you hear probably, I don't know, Kurt Austin or somebody behind the camera was like, actually, it's a just correction there. It's actually a home game. Orlando's yeah. coming here. And Jalen's like, oh, it is? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the guy asking the question, I mean, it's, you know, common yeah. mistake, whatever. But yeah. uh, kind well, of and the players don't know. They probably don't know. You know, they're, they're looking only toward whatever their next game is. So They're not looking at the website, seeing the announcements like we are, right? They're not checking sportingkc.com a no. couple times a day. But they're not on Twitter doing that because that's their right. job. I don't know, Jimmy. Are you you messing around with your job at all times every day? No, no hell no, not at all. Hits five, I'm out unless, of course, it's an emergency, and then they have my cell phone number. But a little overtime, though. What if overtime's available? Yeah, you gotta well, get a little bit of <laughs> so, salary, huh? Big time. Yeah, I don't get overtime, but that's dumb. It, you know, it is what it is. There are benefits. Um, I just. I don't blame Jalen for not knowing because it came out like the day before the game. He's so focused in on Minnesota at that point that like, yeah, it's not, it's not up to him to be looking at the schedule right then. So yeah, he's like, sure. We'll go figure it out. Uh, Carter Hastings asked another question. What players do you think we are most likely to see on the back line this week? So I I mean, mean, why wouldn't they go the same four? I was going to say, I don't see any reason why they're not going to just do the same four again, because it's about a week of rest. You know, Peter likes doing the thing where if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Beasler had a decent game. There weren't any big crumbles in the back line. Right. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and guess that we're seeing Martins, Beasler, Punchech, and 
Graham Zusi. Because that was the starting lineup for a good, you know, for the beginning of the season. We're like, that's it. That's, it seems like that's Beasler's partner and center back, you know? Yeah. So maybe we're back to that. Now, this is the most difficult question we got. And I think this is really interesting. Connor Bateman asks, has Gianluca Buzio shown enough that he should be the starting six over Ilya? Oh, my. I don't even, you know, not having Ilya around, you almost kind of forget about him, right? Yeah, now Ilya probably will be back soon. And also, granted, if we're going to be on a Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday schedule, you're going to need to rotate that number six position to, to an extent. But tell but, me Busio doesn't have youth on his side. Like, he's faster. He's yeah. more precise. I, I, I love Ilya to death. I think he makes some good recovery runs. But Busio can go forward, which a number six really doesn't ever do that. Busio is rapidly improving game over game from that number yeah. six spot and he does and and what's interesting is when Ilya first got here and and still to some extent his he he has pretty good passing ability from he can sit back you know in our own half look up and send a, a pretty good ball over the top sure but is he shooting from outside the box but he's he doesn't have that extra added little bit like you're talking about right there where he can push forward and, and fire one off from outside the box and it's not a terrible decision he's not or, making crazy tackles you know, sliding 10 yards to get a ball. Buzio is faster and more athletic than Ilya. Yeah, he's a beast. So, and he's like growing facial hair now. I'm like, look at you. You're a man I know. now. He can, You're a man, bro. You can grow a beard better than I can. <laughs> and he's, like, he's got like those sideburns going. I'm like, you're a man's man. So, I, I mean, look, we all know Buzio at some point wants to go over to Europe. There's like five different Italian clubs who are looking at him right now because he's he's got, I believe, he's eligible for yeah, there has Italian citizenship. I know he, he's he does. part of the, yeah. So there's a connection there, but I mean, we're talking Juventus. Uh, <laughs> hey, you hear that? I'm sure everyone hears my dog right now. What <laughs> an okay. asshole. It's okay. The blinds are closed. Like, what are you barking at? He's just excited to talk about Buzio. No, he's a dick. <laughs> but uh, I mean, Juventus. And he humps my other dog. What is going on? <laughs> Juventus, AC Milan. I mean, these are big clubs that are talking about looking at Buzio so yeah it's pretty cool man we'll see but i like him at that number six spot it's a question of does buzio want to keep developing i mean he'll play that spot as long as he's getting minutes but he always said he saw himself more as a 10 i'm starting to think i see him as a six <laughs> i think he could be wherever you want him to be i i'm surprised that they threw kinda up in, as a false nine and not buzio as a yeah. false nine like why yeah. the hell why not put kinda back at the six uh, in that situation yeah <laughs> did you see what peter said about kinda at the false nine after the game yeah it's kind of funny he was like uh they asked him about how Kinda played at the false nine he goes we've never used him in that position uh that's the only thing we had available to us today what was i hoping to see i was hoping to see him score six goals and we could get out of here today but obviously someone, that wasn't happening <laughs> someone asked him they said what were you hoping to see with Kinda at the false nine yeah and like peter in typical peter fashion kind of trolls the people asking questions yeah well, I was hoping he'd score six goals. No, you weren't. No one well, hopes that. I mean, I think it was a quite like my guess is he didn't want to say, but because he had already kind of defended Kyrie's decision to come out, but he probably was like, well, I was hoping to not have to see him at the number nine because that was not the plan. I was hoping to not have to set my number nine. So, right. <laughs> so it's, I mean, I don't know, man. Sometimes reporters. But he does fun. that. He trolls reporters. You've noticed this, right? Oh, he absolutely does. And if it's video on the conference, watch how many times he might share a look with someone behind the camera. Like, yeah. 
like why would they ask that or something i'm like dude you're on video you're not hiding your emotions at all he does it more (laughs) now than he does it in person press conferences because the in-person press conference like he'll give you a look sometimes but he doesn't like he won't look to like the comms director to his right while you're in person and be like was this an idiot yeah but like he kind of does that in these digital (laughs) and if i'm asking a question i'm also watching this video back and i'm like what the hell why why did he do that just be like and and peter i can see you peter i can see you you clearly just rolled your (laughs) eyes at me (laughs) i saw you mouth the words this person is stupid i saw you put your finger and your thumb in the shape of an l on your forehead (laughs) and call me a loser you smash Uh, mouth song you (laughs) so yeah i i mean hey you know peter's hilarious but we we move on tired of it all he's tired of this weirdness and the masks and the covid and stuff i think he's he's done yeah, he. I mean, he wants to get back to normal, but you know, it is what everybody does. But it is what it is. I don't know what so, normal is anymore. Do I have knows? to wear pants? <laughs> so, if my pants even fit anymore, I don't know. SKC going to the next phase, first place, pretty good. We're we're almost maybe about halfway through the season. We don't know exactly how many games there will be. How do you even know? I think they're shooting for like twenty two, twenty three, and we've Feels? played eleven. So I think that's half. But, Feels half. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. They did kind of confirm what the MLS playoff structure will be, which is interesting because more teams in the East will make it than in the West because there's more teams in the West or in the East, excuse me. So 10 teams will make the playoffs technically out of the Eastern Conference, where only eight will make it from the West. But then seven, eight, nine, and 10 in the East have to have like a play in round. Oh, sucks for them. So yeah, it's, it's, it's all strange. But right now, Atlanta United 10th place, and they're still in the playoffs with 11 <laughs> points through 11 games and a minus four goal differential. Well, you got to hope you just get <laughs> number one seed. All right. You want to hope you just win your conference. Yeah. You know, it's single elimination up. the entire way. Yeah. And doesn't that first, do you get a bye? I don't one? think there's any bye, no, because there's only eight teams. There was so. going to be, though, because there was going to be seven teams. I think so. Yeah. yeah. MLS just making it up as they go. They really are. I mean, dude, <laughs> I just think last week they were like, okay, we promised a schedule. We got to do something. Uh, let's have sporting go to Colorado again for the second time in two weeks. Uh, Orlando, good. they'll go to Kansas City because that makes sense. Because that's geographical. <laughs> I don't understand any of it. I'm sure there's just a group of people that, you know, are like, oh, okay, we got to stop, you know, playing Fortnite and uh, <laughs> freaking do just, something here. I mean, we could have played – rsl we could have played chicago we could have played nashville we could have played cincinnati we could have played chicago and nashville are absolutely closer the the next closest teams that we haven't played right right nah orlando crazy so but sporting kc still orlando in the midst might of be good now by the way orlando might be good so that could yeah. be a weird game it could be i mean they were they made it far in the mls's back tournament now that was also kind of their home quote-unquote tournament but they did and now they're beating atlanta which is like what is happening yeah again i think that's more just atlanta's hot garbage right now i know but it just feels weird but it it does get a win over atlanta it does it's like they owned your ass for years it does so sporting casey's still in the midst of a sort of some potential transfer rumors you know we brought up juan sanchez Mino. Uh, he was the left back, uh, the Argentinian left back slash midfielder that we were rumored to be going after. Well, he is off the table because he is apparently signed with Elche CF. Uh, I'm not sure where they're from, but that's where 
he is playing now. I don't know if they're in Mexico. Where is Elche? I don't know. Maybe Spain. But he's not coming here. So that's not happening. But Sporting Casey are tied to a different left back slash winger now. 22-year-old Calvin Miller from Celtic in the Scottish Premier League. So now cool. I, Johnny I don't know. probably knows him maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he was previously under contract to Celtic, Johnny Russell's favorite football club, according to the Blue Testament. Uh, he's also spent time on loan with Dundee United, which was Johnny Russell's first club. So he's played for the U21 Scottish team. He absolutely he has to know Johnny. So that's got to yeah. be what the connection is here. Oh, there has to be something like that. And whoever brought Johnny in, um, what ex-player was that that helped bring Johnny to the club? Oh, um, Mo Johnston. Yeah, yeah. Mo Johnston was an integral integral part yeah. of bringing Johnny here. So maybe that's, you know, another Scottish uh, uh, connection there. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's a left back mostly, according to transfer market. He can play left midfield. He can play left wing. Uh you know, he's only 22 years old, so this wouldn't be, like, necessarily who you have to start now. But, I, I, you know, I mean, he apparently won, quote, the world's best young footballer born in 1998, which I didn't know huh. that's an award they do year over year. But apparently that award has been, per the Blue Testament, won previously by people including Neymar and Romelu Lukaku. Wow. I, I just won the award for best vegan pizza eater. Wow. You want to you you fucking challenge me? Did Romelu Lukaku also win that award? No. Lukaku Damn. Is, is... No, definitely not. <laughs> so, you want to go toe-to-toe on pizza? I got you. <laughs> but hey, we'll, we'll keep an eye on, on Calvin Miller news. So Calvin Miller sounds uh, super Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> is there a way to sound Scottish? I don't know. In, in names, you can be like, okay, that's definitely a Hispanic guy. But Calvin Miller just sounds like some guy from Boston or something. Yeah. So, I mean, he's definitely not going to be a designated player. Definitely probably isn't even a TAM player, even remotely. This is a dude that hopefully they're just going to sign and he's going to come in just as a regular player who can play fullback and that's going to put a little pressure on Luis Martins. I was just going to say that. You think they're trying to scare Martins into being a little better? I don't know. Yeah. He's been doing great. He, I mean, this last game, I thought he was good. Yes. I've so, always thought he was doing decent. I don't know why we're trying to replace the guy. But if he also can play some left wing, especially if Daniel Shallow is going to be out for a little bit, have left wing with Jericel. You can have a little Scottish one-two punch. Oh, Calvin Miller goodness. on the left, Johnny on the right. So That's interesting. Bring Jericel in after 60 minutes, huh? Yeah, I'm just saying. Throwing it out there. Okay. So, but that's uh, that's about all the sporting news we have. We moved up to ninth in the power rankings from MLSsoccer.com. So, our yay. podcast did. Yep, we are okay. the ninth best podcast in America. Uh, number one in your hearts. Exactly. So there you go. No, the, the team moved up to number nine in the power ranking. So that, Rate I mean, and review us. <laughs> uh, you have any other sporting news you want to touch on or just finish up with a couple of Dude, news and notes from around the league? Here's a little note for you. We play Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Bro, no eating dinner before the game. You can snack all the afternoon. That's right. I'm getting a big old bag of chips, man. It's going to be crazy because every game we've been watching, I'm done eating for the day. I'm done. I don't eat anymore. You gonna now make- I'm excited because I'm going ham. You gonna make that delicious vegan like queso dip that you made for me that one time? Marissa's not a fan of that dip, so I really have to convince what her to wrong? make it. Marissa, she's a little different. She's Marissa. a little weird. I don't question her. Love, um, love doesn't judge. I'm disappointed in your wife right now, Dan. I, hey, 
I'm never mad at her. I'm just always disappointed. But <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. But, uh, she won't, it's not like she listens to this every week. Yeah, she puts us on like two times speed, so it's way too fast for her to understand. <laughs> you ever listen to podcasts that fast? I hate it. You you do? I hate it. No, it I ma- I've, I tried it makes once. Me zero in more. She she told me about it one time, and I was like, "There's no way I can do that." And so I tried it after she said it, and I was like, "Yeah, there's absolutely no way I can do this." Do you do one and a half at all? I'm just a regular one time speed man. I just know if it's an hour long podcast and I hit that two times, I'm done in thirty minutes. That's math. But you miss half of what they say. Nah, man. Not when you got the brain like I do. I got a big brain. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you got a bigger brain than I do. That's so true. So, I, oh man. I, moving on. Anyway, we get to eat <laughs> during a game Saturday afternoon. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, so that's exciting. 2.30 p.m. I think is what the, the kick time is, if yeah. I remember correctly. And then the Chiefs play the next afternoon. And the Chiefs look good. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. <laughs> He's that's a, true he's a, a good looking running back that rookie so it's exciting man my super bowl champs flag came in the mail today oh there you go there you yeah. go Free let's flag. let's uh let's finish up talking a couple of just news items from around the league uh we all know reggie cannon was transferred over to portugal to boa vista is the club yeah. that he was transferred to now it's not been finalized yet but it's all but final Houston Dynamo winger Albert Elise is about to be sent over to Boa Vista as well. Did we not so, talk about this last week? We probably did. I don't remember, but it's been updated in that Albert Elise oh, okay. is set to travel to Portugal on Wednesday to finalize it. So there were rumors gotcha. that he was going to be transferred, but I don't know that it was we knew who was trying to get him. I don't even think it matters either because I think Houston just like replaced him pretty well. And uh, I think Houston's going to be just fine, you know? Maybe, but I'm I'm just glad we don't have to face Albert Elise anymore. We might not even face Houston again. All right, we got to play Colorado nine more times this year. That's right. So he's out of here. Uh, Portland Timbers, uh, Sebastian Blanco. He had his surgery on his ACL injury. He's gonna be out six months. So that sucks. Why Portland. couldn't we play them? <laughs> that Man, sounds great. Blanco was having a hell of a year too. I hate rooting for injuries. I really do. But if, if your team's playing them, you're like, oh, I'm sorry you're hurt, but not much. Yeah. It's just, it sucks, man. And then lastly, the big one we already mentioned, Gonzalo Higuain to enter Miami. There was a picture of him with the team owner, Jorge Mas, in uh, Miami at the airport. And the reports are he has signed a contract until December 2022 worth about Let's see, this is seven and a half million euros per year. So what's mm. that, like nine or ten million dollars per year? Sure. So I tell you what, Jorge Mas, best name ever. You yeah. can never have two Mas Jorge. Well, I always I always say so I start saying Jorge Mas, but then I always have to catch myself because there's also Jorge Mas Vidal, the UFC fighter. That's right. Yeah, he's a big and deal. he's also from Miami. So hmm. I uh I have to catch myself trying am I Jorge Mas Vidal or am I talking about Jorge Mas? But you're a UFC guy? You watch you watch fights and stuff? Eh, in and out. Sometimes. No, I mean, I don't pay for the, the pay-per-views. No, but so yeah, if I, I, I can, don't. I'll watch them later. I had gone to like Buffalo Wild Wings a couple of times back when you were allowed to go places and seen some fights with some people. Mm. But that, I mean, it wasn't every fight. It was just occasionally. See, I'll watch them after the fact so I can fast forward all the talking and the pre-show, blah, blah, blah. And like in between rounds and the walk-ups yeah. and everything. So it makes a four-hour event significantly yeah. faster and you have less joe rogan in your life that's which is true. a good thing yeah him and his spotify 
twenty thousand hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, it's wild. So that's about all the big MLS news from around the league that I have seen. So yeah, man, games are do games are exciting though. Teams are scoring goals. Not many games are ending like nil nil or even one nil. Like people are putting it away. And I don't yeah. know what that says about defenses or if our striking capability in America has gotten better, but it's something to say for Major League Soccer being a competitive league. Yeah, and we're becoming more of a, I don't even want to say selling league. I think it was Nate. Was it Nate or Jacob? I, I liked what they said where they called it a transactional league. Sure. Because Devel- it's a, I don't want to say developing developmental league either, but. I don't even know if it's developmental per se, but it's, I think I like, I like to transactional because one, I don't think it's bad to be a selling league because I think that's just shows that you have, you're developing part of players, it. but people sell players all the time in Europe, right? Yeah. Manchester United's constantly sending their players elsewhere. I mean, yeah. that doesn't make them a retirement league or anything. They buy, they sell, they buy, they sell. I mean, yeah. that's what, so, Business. you know, if, if major league soccer can sell players, whether they're homegrown or they sell them for a profit and then they can turn around and buy better quality players with that influx of cash they get. I mean, that's what it, I get how, if you're used to, more traditional American sports. It's, it's strange to kind of get used to the idea that like any given player may only be on a team for like three, maybe four years before moving on. Like Graham Zussi and Matt Beasler are very, very unusual. They're much more the exception than the rule. Very rare. But I mean, it's not unheard of in, in soccer. You get a, a good player for three years. And by the time that contract's over, they're like, okay, I want to, I want to move up. I want to go somewhere better. Yeah. And, it's not a shame to say that Europe is better than major league soccer because they've been playing for centuries and we've been playing for 26 years. Agreed. So anyway, that's, uh, that's about all I got this week. Cool, so. man. Shut it down. Feels good. Feels uh, coming into Saturday. I mean, I feel pretty, feel pretty good about it. Having FC Dallas come to town um, where we, we played them at. No, they came and beat us here last time. huh? Yeah, it was here. And so that could suck. But. it's yeah it's i don't know i'm I'm looking forward to uh maybe getting a little bit of revenge hopefully uh barrios can shove it that's so. true if anything he is fun to like yell at through your television you know yeah. what i mean like fuck yeah. you guy fuck yeah. this guy so we'll see but uh i don't know it's uh it's gonna be exciting hopefully you get another victory pod it was nice to have a victory pod our first one in five games so feels good yeah we'll uh hopefully be back next week with a victory pod, we'll have the Dallas game, and then we'll be able to record before the game on Wednesday against Orlando City. So we'll be back at you with a, an episode next week. But until Hell then, yeah. make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMAX03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. And shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Vegan pizza, baby. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.